was good though. I'm about to go jump. Pull up on me. Pull up on me. Real. If y'all wanna pull up on me, pull up on me. Pull up on me. Pull up on me. They thought we were done, but we're back. <laughs> they tried to keep us down, and they just couldn't. We are back. We Episode are. fifteen, uniquely average podcast. Fifteen. I mean, that's. I mean, we're we're steadily climbing. I think I saw a stat that uh, I think it's like the majority of podcasts don't get past like ep- episode seven. Well, that's funny that you say that because I was just uh, a listener, an award-winning listener of ours um, said that. Did we trademark that? Yeah, <laughs> I don't think so. Um, someone said, oh, like I, you haven't come out with a new podcast recently. What's been going on? I was like, well, we can explain as much, but two of our hosts have been taking um, standardized testing for a, a designation that they're pursuing. So I was like, yeah, but we're going to, we're planning on getting back to it. And, and this listener said, oh, like it's been a lot. How many episodes do you guys have now? And I was like, um, I have no idea. I was like, like seven or eight. And I was like, so now to hear that we're on 15 plus bonus episodes. Yeah, that's, that's true. Uh, we're doing pretty good. So you could just say that we're just hitting our peak right now. Is that fair to say? Yeah. I mean, I mean, in podcast years, like, you know, we're, we're on borrowed time right now. So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we're playing with house money. <laughs> we, we sure are. Right. How you guys been doing? I mean, it's, it's been a while since I've seen you guys. Paul, you just had a birthday. I did. I turned 26 on Saturday. That's where I got this sweet new Project Rock hat that I'm rocking on today's podcast. I saw everyone else uh, just bailed on the dedication to the hats. Vinny's got his stand-in pirates. I, I can't I can't wear it after everything this team has done. Yeah. <laughs> like did you see you like that the blooper of like the first base? Oh yeah, my like, god. Yeah. I mean, that was the other best. Just you're like fundam- they room. don't know the fundamentals of that. Yeah. I mean like it's like T ball that like two outs, like you know, you can you can step on the base. <laughs> that is yeah. That, that should yeah. be ingrained into any any uh some errors you never want to see from your professional team. <laughs> Yeah, I mean it's just so brutal. But yeah. uh yeah, Paul, as a baseball player yourself, is that just like absolutely just that's pretty bad to see. Crazy. That's a team that is absolutely a laughing stock of the league. Uh, dude, making mistakes like that; those are mental errors that like a, a sixth grade team would make. N- not guys who are making millions and millions to play the game. So that's tough to see, but. Yeah, you gotta shake yeah. that one off, I guess. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they—they—they certainly been an embarrassment to the uh, the city, and I'm sure we're gonna talk about, uh, you know, the the other Pittsburgh sports team that uh, you know, kind of drove a stake into my Let heart. The city but, down as well. Uh, yeah, I mean, we're, yeah. We're, we're we're looking at some dark days. I There's think, a common theme in the uh, in in the Pittsburgh region when it comes to sports teams over the next few years. I mean, we don't have uh, you know much hope. I don't know. It's it's scary. It's all up to the river hounds. <laughs> Good call. I think they were playing that new Austin FC team. I think I saw or 
Did, there might have been like a, a home game with. Uh, I thought they were looking to get a promotion uh, into the MLS, <laughs> like if they were top of the league. Yeah, they're they're working on it. Good yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah. You guys, mind if I uh, hit a few show notes? Let's do it. All right. Uh, as you guys know, go follow our Instagram at uniquely average media at Vinny Tuminello at Paul Domenico. I think Marco uh, spoke a little bit about making an Instagram uh, at, at one point. Said yeah, he said yeah. he said watch I out said, in the summer. Yeah, I said so. summer two K twenty one. So so uh, I, yeah, I stand by that. Be on the lookout. Yeah. He'll be uh, you know he'll be on your uh, explore page soon. Sure. <laughs> uh, visit our anchor page, uniquely average podcast, and then you know watch watch the videos on YouTube if you prefer. I think we already did hat talk. Uh, yeah, Mark, you guys you- nixed it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was gonna ask Paul. I thought that was a Texas Longhorns hat. A lot of people say that it's the Brahma Bull Project Rock from Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Is that the Rock? Oh, okay. Successful okay. line at Under Armour. Yeah. It's a nice, nice little trucker cool. hat. Yeah, yeah nice. I like it. Cool. Thank yeah. you. Does he? I don't. Like I don't see like much promotion. I don't know. Maybe like on his Instagram. Yeah, on his Instagram. I don't think he needs it, dude. This shit sells out like it's fucking hotcakes. I I go to the store. I go into Dick's Sporting Goods, and there's like a there's like a section for Project Rock gear, and it's always picked through. Like it's there's nothing there. Yeah, and it's new shit. You know, if you go in the next week, it's different shit. It's not like they just don't restock. He's constantly making new stuff, and it's always selling out. Yeah, I saw a couple of his shirts. Mm -hmm. They look really nice. They have like they are. They're comfortable. On the on the bottom shameless too. plug just we we love project rock gear on this yeah, podcast yeah yeah you know Dwayne should be send us like, some free gear yeah <laughs> yeah drink it is the energy that's drink. Terramana, the terramana tequila <laughs> no, that's the tequila the uh yeah and then now he's got the energy drink the zoa does he yeah the demand is just capitalizing on every single uh sector of the market <laughs> and then he's going to become president in like the next <laughs> four to eight maybe years. maybe stranger things have happened mm-hmm all right, let's just let's just jump into it. Per our last pod, talk a little puck. Um, I didn't really tally how we how we did. Um, uh, I'm trying to think for myself. I feel like I didn't do well. I did pretty good in one series, though. The one series that we should really talk about, obviously, is the Penguins uh, facing defeat at the hands of the New York Islanders. As I so wisely predicted on this very podcast um what did you guys think were this was this the team of destiny or did they just meet the unstoppable force uh i mean yeah, Mar- Vinny, Mark, i'll you let think? you go first why me okay why, yeah i'm doing this a little bit okay yeah i mean uh, i guess from i just you know since we're like we win a lot like the penguins i just like assumed they were gonna you know, I just, I just like it, being a Penguin fan for this long. You just kind of get comfortable. You're like, oh, you know, we're down, but we're gonna come back because we always do. But that's so annoying have- that you think like that. <laughs> we're yeah, down, I mean, but we'll come back because we always do. We, Are you we serious? Do. <laughs> I mean, we do usually. When I watch the Flyers, I go, "We're gonna lose every fucking game we play." <laughs> that's the difference, yeah. dude. And that's why I, mean, I hate the Penguins we, right there. Yeah, no, I understand. Like, we had that luxury of just re- winning all the time and, like, that level of comfort. 
but yeah, I guess I mean, being out what you talk, <clears throat> I, I feel like uh, you got something brewing. I mean, I think I, I think I talked to Paul about this. It, it was a little frustrating. I felt like we were the better team in most games. Um, like, obviously, don't want to pin it all on on one guy, um, but you could tell the the guy that was a little rattled. It seemed like in uh, kind of the, the even like from the first game, and then you know it got the the worst. I've, I've seen in a while in, in game six, whenever they got closed out uh, towards the end. Um, I mean, it, it was really just like a few things. The, the Islanders have a really solid, big defensive core, which, you know, shut down our smaller, quicker forwards. Um, we're, much, we're ready to didn't really like generate too many chances. And, you know, especially, you know, Sid's line down um, there, they work down low a ton uh, and that that'll work whenever you're going up against the, you know, defenders that are you know your size, don't have 50 pounds on you, and you know you can kind of wear them out. But uh, yeah, I mean, hats off to the Islanders; they know how to play us. Uh, from you know two years ago to to now, they didn't really change much in their system. Penn's got a little stubborn in, in how they played. Obviously, played a little bit better in this series than in, in 2019. But uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's definitely frustrating. This team was playing well, kind of clicking at the right time. Uh, it was nice to get Malkin back uh, halfway through the series, but you could tell he his his knee was was bugging him. He was you know playing with uh, you know a big uh, kind of impediment, and uh, I think I saw he got surgery on his knee, which isn't a great sign at at thirty five getting major knee surgery. So. Um, and, and I think a lot of people were saying like, okay, there goes his trade value. But I mean, I really don't see as good as he is. I don't see like, you know, the pens getting a huge haul for a guy who's getting into his late thirties um, who might want to go back to Russia and play for a little bit. Like it, it just seems like, you know, if, if you were going to trade him or trade the tang, which I, I think both are kind of dumb at this point, um, you know, you should have done it a few years ago, but all in all, you know, can't complain too much. Uh, still love the team. So I think the casual f- Penguins fan would blame this entire series on Tristan Jari and say you just didn't get good goaltending when you really needed it. But I think if you look a little deeper, the team had some uh, a couple more flaws than just goaltending. What do you think about that? I think that they didn't provide timely defense, and the Islanders really – found a way to score the puck when they really needed goals and, and it wasn't really clutch defending either. I mean, yes, that's not good yeah. goaltending, but I don't know if they are deep enough to handle the set of forwards that the Islanders boast. Yeah, I, I think I think the Islanders could have, did a really good job of wearing down our defense with their forecheck. That's one thing, like, because they're able to run their four lines, I mean, if you look at – the the time played for the Islanders as compared to the Penguins the Penguins will see the first two lines probably playing like between 17 and 20 minutes a night and then the fourth line maybe picking up anywhere between 8 and 11 minutes a night whereas the Islanders it's much more even so they always have fresh guys kind of like a wave of four checking and uh, the Penguins have undersized defensemen and you know a lot of the forwards for the Islanders are bigger than the decor of the Penguins and Every time they had a chance to hit one of our defensemen, it was happening, wearing it down. 
And then, you know, when you're tired, you don't, you don't make the, the smartest decision. You don't, you know, you're not tight on sticks, all, all that stuff, which in the playoffs, it's, it's literally the, the tightest of margins is, is who wins. And you saw it with, you know, two games that went to overtime. And uh, I mean, th- those were killer. Anytime you, you have a chance, especially at home, both those OT um, losses, you know, occurred at home. And then you have to go, you know, to, to New York, which is, you know, pretty raucous place to, to play. But um, so 2017 NHL expansion, expansion draft for the <clears throat> Golden Knights. The Penguins decide to protect current goalie Matt Murray in favor of letting Marc-Andre Fleury go to the expansion draft where he was taken by the Golden Knights and currently featured on the team, making their push for the Stanley Cup. So then you win the Stanley Cup back-to-back years, 2016-2017. And then you mentioned earlier, could have been an opportunity to trade Chris Letang. Potentially could have been an opportunity to trade an aging Evgeny Malkin. Do you think that what? No, no, no. I was gonna say I, I, I did want to just make the clarification. I wouldn't have. Um, I'm just saying, you know, if you're going to, you got to trade your your stars like early 30s if you want. So, to do you think that ex GM Jim Rutherford, um, maybe wasn't forward looking enough and capitalizing on the team's success? after back-to-back Stanley Cup runs, or would they have called him crazy for moving star players after their wins? Yeah, I, I think if he was going to make the move, maybe after the whenever the, the three-peat was done after they lost to Washington um, in that in that second round, maybe. Because I, I think if you do trade away after you just won the Cup, it's like, like what are you doing here? You you have a chance at history to like go for three. Like you have to, but maybe you know, that you, next one. Yeah, exactly. And and going back to the expansion draft, I'm sure if if you heard a, like a a clip from me talking about that from then, I was all in for like the Murray as as much as I love. Oh, and Flurry, anyone was younger, anyone who says that. Well, we should have kept Flurry. It's like you had a 21 year old goalie who just won you two Stanley right. Cups. You're Making crazy like to let him dollars. go. You're crazy to <laughs> yeah. let. Yeah, exactly. And he didn't pan out as a lot of goalies don't in this right. league. Yeah. I mean, maybe he will. It's time will tell with him, mm-hmm. but. You know, he's obviously not having as much success now as he did earlier in his career. Yeah, I, I think that's a symptom, too, of, you know, being in Ottawa and, you know, For playing sure, with yeah. a very young team. But, yeah, yeah I mean, uh, I th- it was it was being talked about, too, that Jari is starting to show a lot of the similar um, kind of struggles that Murray did, especially going glove hand on him. Oh, uh, yeah, that him. was like a telltale sign. I mean, the yeah. Islanders were just looking for it all yeah. day. Even on that last goal that he – the overtime – uh, game winner in game five that he passed to uh, Bailey, Bailey, Josh Bailey. Um, he, his glove was just at his side. Yeah. Like he, it was that. It was like on his leg. It was it bad. Was, it was yeah. bad. So, so uh, the Islanders knew what to look for. I don't think you guys were going any further. Yeah. And yeah, it didn't matter because like, you know, say we get Boston, maybe we have a chance, oh, but I'm Boston just saying it looks like a goddamn wagon right yeah, now. Yeah, I, I think we play play better against Boston, to be honest with you, just because of they have a smaller defensive core. If you look at other guys, they're that's true. They're that's feisty. True. They're feisty, but they they are smaller. But like, you know, looking towards Tampa, I don't think we beat mm. Tampa. Looking at the series you're watching right now, Colorado and Vegas, like 
I don't like our chances against either of those teams. I think those teams are just like yeah, uh, yeah for sure absolute I mean, wagons. Um, so maybe it know. was a humbling experience for you guys. I mean, this I've been year. I've been humbled yeah. the past four years. So <laughs> yeah, but I've been humbled the last fifty. So. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Don't worry about it. Fair enough. But uh, yeah, I'm trying to think what else was going on. Oh, how about the uh, the Shifley hit? I know. Oh, yeah, we were texting about that a little bit. I don't know if anyone saw, but a player on the Canadiens was tucking around an empty net to put the puck in to win the game. And as he was tucking around, his head was down. He gets absolutely smoked by Captain Mark Shifley on the Winnipeg Jets. And um, he got a four-game suspension for it, and they just lost again. So they're down 3-0 in the series, and they don't have their captain for two of those games now. I think um, he's the assistant, by the way. I think assistant, yeah, yeah, you're but right. But so he's Blake probably the Wheeler's best captain. offensive, yeah, best offensive he, player for them. That's my bad. He's yeah, he definitely is. He's not the captain, but um, I thought that was a really clean hit. I feel like it's so much has happened since that happened, but um, I remember when I saw it, I was like, well, what are you gonna do? He's gonna try to smack at the puck with his stick, kind of poke it away. I mean, the game's on the line. If he scores this goal, you lose. The Winnipeg Jets had just scored a goal. Mm-hmm. seconds prior to the to the puck going into the other end to to create the opportunity for the empty net goal. So like he needs to get that puck back and get the puck down the ice and maybe their team can go up right. and score. Like if that's like if that's like a six one empty netter, right. that's a different story. You don't need to crush that dude. But he needs that puck and it was like a bang bang play. You still have- a minute left. Still a minute left, right? Absolutely, you you got to get that puck down the end. Yeah, if there's one second, it's like okay, we're not going to score. Yeah. That's another that's another uh, scenario. But and, and um, Evans, I, I think it's I forget Jake. his first Jake Evans on the Canadians was not looking up, was just trying to score the goal, and he should be. But it was a clean hit. It wasn't like he left his feet really. I mean. Call him on the char- on a charge right. for sure. He took right. too many strides and fine, give him two minutes. But he got the he got the ten minute misconduct penalty in the game, and which and he got the four game suspension. So it's like you really took a lot of the wind out of the sails of the Jets with that suspension. I mean, yeah, I don't know if it's if they could have done a better job or four games. I mean, you're basically signed, sealed, delivered. You're yeah, and I, I mean, out, I was expecting man. yeah, I was thinking maybe a game. Maybe a game, a game. Like, I thought would have been a, 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 plenty. If, if you want to like set a precedent, because that, that's a tough thing now, right? With like the Department of Player Safety, it's it's so inconsistent. Like right. they either give you no suspension, you know, whatever. That, that's you. hockey, baby. Or, or they, they throw the fucking the book at you, bro. Like they throw the is, book at you, they give you eight games, like they did with Nazem Kadri on the. Yeah, did Vegas Avalanche. just score? Yeah. Nice. Mm-hmm. Um. But but yeah, I mean, I, I I do agree with you. I think the only thing you can maybe get him for is the charge. Um, like you said, Evans puts himself in a very vulnerable position, and it, it seems like now, like especially whenever you like when people are talking about it, it seems like they want to put the onus on the player delivering the hit. Right after, like even though the 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 player put himself in that position, you have to like notice that and then let up. Instead of right. like, instead of the player like don't put yourself in that spot. Yeah, don't you know, skate like, around with your head down when you got you you know guys are coming back to get the puck right, off you in a desperate right. situation. Like 
He yeah. needs to do a better job too. Yeah. And it's yeah. hard to say because he got crushed. He got hurt. He hard got crushed. Obviously, like really, really. You never want to say you shouldn't have thought. Yeah, it's right. like it's hard to and, say. Uh, you sound like the asshole, but yeah, yeah, he got crushed. And shout out to Nick Ehlers, though. Did you see he he kind of like shielded everybody away yes, from him? Yes, and I think everyone was kind of like, look, the, we weren't trying to kill the guy. Like it wasn't it, malicious. It is the dumbest thing in hockey when someone gets hit and is like visibly injured that everybody everyone gathers around, around yeah. him and starts fighting each yeah. other. It yeah, because like Evans is unconscious, thing. face down on the ice, and people are trying to pound on top of him. Yeah. Like, like you're wearing space. you're wearing blades on your feet, and you're like. <laughs> The guy's laying on there. It's like it's not the not the smartest move. Yeah, people are stomping their their blades around the dude's neck. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I mean, it looks like Shifley's probably not coming back because I think that's all she wrote. For <laughs> Winnipeg. Winnipeg is in quite a hole, and and Carey Price is in a zone right now. And yeah, if there's any goalie you don't want to run into when he's in a zone, it's uh, it's, it's CP. Price. Yep, we'll see. Got some exciting hockey left. Yeah, maybe we'll uh, we'll do something whenever the, before the third round starts. Yeah, we, we could do like Final Four and uh, and, and Stanley Cup champion. But uh, yeah, I mean it's been it's been great. It seems like all the games. Uh, yeah, there's been a lot of exciting games. Colorado's the story thus far. They're just, yeah, I mean I know, think cruising. What's the score of that game now? It's three one though. Vegas. Oh, might be another one. No, I missed. Yeah, three Vegas? one Vegas. Three oh. one Vegas. Now, mm-hmm. yeah, look at that. It's gonna be might be tying maybe. it up after tonight. Yeah, very cool. I mean, those are the two best teams, I think. Uh, for sure, teams. I think they run over the Canadians if they win. Or, or yeah, yeah, yeah. When so it's gonna be, they come back, but yeah, we'll see. We'll move What's from good puck talk. Yeah, yeah. Right, right at the pivot from you know generally <laughs> just, yeah. We're just 